It was great. Got better and basically being faster, stronger, powerful, and being more explosive and now I'm out here competing and having fun. Running behind that fight offensive line, Derwin Graves did a great job tonight. With all the guys I played with, that was a fun experience being a part of, so I had fun with it. It's definitely been fun, man, so I appreciate all the coach staff and what they've done for me. Maryland's been a great school for me. What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Protect the Shell. I'm D. Gray, the host, man. Appreciate y'all continuing to rock with me. But tonight, I got a special guest, man, that come and talk about his story, a two-sport athlete, lacrosse and football. I guess I bet y'all already know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about Dante Trader Jr., man. This guy is a dog, man, a veteran for the Terps, man. Man, this guy is going on a high level, man. He was highly missed last game, man. Can't wait to get him back on the field, man. But, man, can't wait to get Dante in here, man. About to bring him right up here right now for you guys. Dante, what's up, brother? Yeah, what up? Man, my boy over there smiling good, boy. Enjoying that little bow week right now. You know, you know. <laughs> man, man, how your body feeling, dog? You know, I'm trying to get back healthy, you know, after seeing me go down on high sleep. It's been working. It's been working. That's all yeah. I know. For right. sure, for sure, for sure. So how your body feeling right now on the false percent level, man? Are you feeling like you're almost close to being back or you feel like you need yeah. a little more time? I'm close to being back. You know, I've been sprinting, you know, moving around at practice. You know, since it's a bye week, you're not going to create do anything crazy, you know, to set mm -hmm. me back or anything. But, you know, I'm pretty confident I'm going to be back next week. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure, man. You, I mean, you highly missed last game, man. A lot of the guys you could tell, man, the secondary missed you out there, man. I know as a fan, me and all my alums, man, we was all uh, – me and my boy, like, Yannick and those guys, man, we was all talking. I was like, man, boy, like, man, we need him out there, man. That guy needs it, man. Like, they, them guys out there struggling without him a little bit. But, man, it's all good, man. It just shows the leadership that you bring to the team, man, that, that you're a pillar, man, back there, man. And that's good, man. So, man, we're going to talk about a little bit. Man, how your season going so far, dog? I feel like going pretty solid, you know, I was better than last year, more more production, moving around the ball, more consistently tackling and, and things like that. Just need to finish and get those explosive ones, you know, the picks and, you know, sacks and fumbles and yeah. stuff like that. They won't come for sure, but I feel like I'm playing that's, solid. That's a fact because it's crazy, bro. When you, when you look at the stats, you only got four picks. I'm like, bro, ain't no way he only got four picks. Bro, he said way more than that, bro. It's because you're so active on the field, bro. You're so, like, all over the place, bro. It's like, it's no way, man. But one thing I do admire about your game, man, is the, is the passion, man, and how you bring, you bring that grit every time you get on the field, man. I think that's great, man. That's a great thing to have, man. And, and it's just crazy that you – doing two sports you bringing that passion to both sports bro like that that's dope bro like I, that's unheard of man like that's crazy but uh another question is man i would ask how your body feeling man so like how's the bye week been so far in general bro bobby's been smooth you know getting back to getting back to neutral from everybody as a mindset standpoint talking to all the guys the leadership guys the players that play giving the outside perspective being in the inside because like you know i didn't play it's like all right this is where yeah. we need to this is where we need to go. We need to get some guys back, especially myself. And it's like, yeah. you know, my body feels like I've been going on for a year playing sport, no nonstop. Yeah. That's it actually is though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's you know, it was a risk I knew I was ready to take. You know, I held up better than what I thought, but you know, to compensate all that, I was having to like what people don't know is like, you know, I'd be lifting extra with my coaches on not schedule schedule lift days. Uh, you know, stay strong to stay, you know, ready. Those small nagging injuries, like the injury I got was like so freaking. It's just so, so yeah. frustrating. But overall, that's, the, that's, like, that's yeah. crazy. That's the game we play, bro. Like it, it, it's going to happen, man. 
This game is not good to you. It's crazy, man. Man, it's bye week, man. You don't even think interesting, fun. I mean, I know you put the work in on the field, but sometimes you do need to reward yourself a little bit for the hard work, man. And um, like you don't even think fun, man. You got to go see some family. You know what I'm saying? Got to hang out with some homeboys, Jay State in a while, able to do get away from campus a little bit. What you do for bye week so far off the football? Well, we get, we get ready to take advantage of this bye week because we got our last <laughs> practice tomorrow. You know I'm going home straight to Delaware. <laughs> you know, away from College Park because you know, I need my mind ready to go when we come back. No question. Hundred percent, bro. Bro, hundred percent. You know how you know how I get. You know. You know. Yeah, for sure, for sure, yeah. man. You got to man and get away, man. And uh, see, I got the good locks, man. We had the locks, man. When when things went good, bro. <laughs> I'm talking about it was like, man. I say we had like digs and man, it, it, it was a little different, bro. Like it was, it was a little different, bro. Like. Man, just say y'all boys might actually come to y'all game November um fourth. Y'all play Penn State, and that's, that's a wrap, man. We hate them dudes, bro. Like, that's I mean, good. I mean, back we hate them dudes. That's back when we play. I think we had Saquon Barkley and them guys there, man. I forgot who was before him. That was like, man, it was crazy, bro. Them dudes like always Mouse, had some dudes. Uh, Miles Sanders was after uh was after um Saquon. So Saquon was first, and then it was, then it was Miles. So we had to deal with both of those guys. Like it was crazy, bro. But man, Penn State gotta go down, bro. They gotta go down. But man, before we get to that, man, I mean, I don't want to keep I don't want to reflect on this, but man, I know you didn't play, man. But how was it, man? How was the feeling, man, to 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 see your guys go down, man, on homecoming against Illinois? It's a team that y'all should beat. You know, as the type of guy I am, you know. I see a lot of things for what it is in the real aspects of it. And it's like, bro, like y'all are busting y'all tail all week. And stuff right. wasn't right on week. I'm just not going to lie and put it in here. Stuff wasn't going all right on week. And we had to address some things that were going on. And mm-hmm. you know, the focus was there when it needed to be, and it wasn't there when it needed to be. You know what I'm saying? Is that, is this a, you know, but we were like, all right, even on our worst day, we should be able to come out with dubs and, you know, get it done. It's yeah. like, you're not always going to play your best, not always going to play to the standard. And it's like I felt for the boys because it's like it wasn't enough to get it done. And right. it was just, man, bro, like, like and, we, we let my slip, and I can see the emotion, I can see the fumes, yeah. I can see everything. And it's like we know how good we are, right? And the 100%. record all, and it's so frustrating. It's like we know this is the best team we had in a while, and it's like we're gonna get it correct. And for right now, we're gonna take those punches from the outsiders, and we're just gonna put our heads down and work and just win the rest of these games. And, and then show yeah. we, we, we human. We 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 messed up, and we let yeah. that go. Like, yeah, and I, and I and I can tell you, man, the, the Turf fans, man, they haven't left the side of the Turf, bro. We were hundred percent, man, from all alums. I can't speak for the fans, but all alums, because we we we've been there, man. And um, bro, like I just had a podcast before you, like two days ago, with my boy Savon, man, Walker, he played D line there, and uh, we were just talking about like how the difference between this team, how y'all look so much better than how we did, man. Y'all look like a Big Ten team, like, and that's what Loxon was trying to build back then, back in 2013, 2014, was trying to build that Big Ten team. And it, it was a little tough because Lox then was the offensive coordinator. So he didn't really have as much power that he have now. But like, we all knew Lox is the guy, man. Lox is the one to get all the all. I mean, he got his all, bro. Like, you know what I mean? And, uh, and, 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 Y'all taking that loss, it was disappointing. But at the same time, it, it, guys, like, we knew y'all can win that game because we knew the type of team y'all had. It's just not the team back then. 
back then we lose Illinois. Like, oh, that's just Maryland, man. That's things they do. But the standing y'all held to now, bro, from the fans, it, it, it's crazy, bro. Like y'all held to one of the top, like a top team, the Big Ten, bro. And uh, and and, and that's that. Y'all should be happy and proud about that, bro, because y'all has turned the program around in a good way, man. And I think that's something that y'all can hang y'all hats on, like, man. We doing something special right now, man. All the people coming back to come see us. Y'all wearing the script now, man. And how you feel about the script helmets, bro? How you feel about those, bro? Oh, bro, I'm told that, man. I mean, I used to make messages to David. I'm like, look, we need a script because you know, yeah, the M bar cool, but it's like the script and helmets, and it's like we the flag. All right, okay, so don't yeah. fans don't get mad, but the flag helmets is just too much. It's the flag here on our shoulders, on the pants. Yes, yes, yes. I'm like, bro. <laughs> then one year we had the flag cleats, like yo, yeah, hey, like, we had flag cleats. Like, I know we love the, I know we love the, the flag, and I do too. Like, I don't need it on every part of the uniform. Like the uniforms we got now, I'm like, bet. Like it's smooth. It's Looks clean. like smooth. Yeah, it's smooth, smooth man. It has a lot of tradition, man, to to those unis, man. And uh, yeah, you think about it, man. Like, a lot, a lot of, a lot of the greats wore those uniforms, man. Like the 2001 team, man. Like with all those guys, like Dominique Foxworth and all those Sean Hill, man. All those greats mm-hmm. you see around the stadium. I ain't been back in Maryland about a uh, probably a year and a half now. All those guys that's on that board in the back of the stadium, up with them long boards back there. Like, you know what I mean? All those guys, man, for the most part from the 2001 team wore that jersey, man. And those, the jerseys where it started at. So that's kind of why Locks probably went back to those unis, man, because he tried to build that identity when 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 guys fed the Turks for real. You know what I mean? And uh, kind of had that grit about us. And, and y'all represent the jerseys well, bro. And then that one loss to loss, bro, it happens, bro. But it, it can't it can't deteriorate the rest of the season, though. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, you know what I mean? And I think y'all guys gonna snap back, man. That's okay, man. My guys got text messages on when y'all lost, man. I was like, man, it happens. Like, man, the church messed up my spread. I'm like, bro, it, 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 bro, we was sick, bro. We was sick when that field go went through. Like, I just couldn't believe the ball was going through. I was like, it ain't no way. I know the church made this amount of mistakes all day, but it still should have been a win. But, um, Man, but once again, you got to give your credit to Illinois, man. They came out and, 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 and played their game. They played hard, they man. They uh, counted right. Yeah, I mean, they counted on everything that we did wrong. They made right, you know what I mean? And, and, and they took the hats off to those guys. But once again, like Locke said in his post-game interview, man, um, um, those guys didn't do anything that I'm saying that that child couldn't stop. It was like we were shooting ourselves in the foot, basically, mm-hmm. in so many words. Like, and, and it's true. We all seen them, like the little small mistakes, like – Talia taking a sack late in the game. Like, come on, man. Like, all those little small things you just can't do. But, hey, it's football. You move on. So, my next question would be, man, how do you, like, get over a loss like that, man? I, as a lead on that team, man, I said leader because, bro, like, I see how I watched the little unlock thing. And guys talk highly of you, bro, from a guy that not only just played two sports, but the passion you bring to the game and how they can feel your energy, bro, your aura when you walk in the room, bro. You – what you gotta think about right so when you ask guys the question do you love winning more or hate losing more right and mm, yeah I, and I, i've been having to sit with myself with that because like think about how I, I act after losses you know i'm very frustrated but the times i'm very frustrated is why because maybe i didn't prepare as much as i need to so i wasn't playing to the ability i didn't prepare my mind enough so i wasn't playing to the ability when i give it my all and when i step on that field I ain't gonna lie, I put it all on the field and I risk everything. And that's my bad trait. I risk everything. Yeah. I'm trying to win at all costs. If I gotta risk myself, like that's just that's just the type of safety, that's the type of guy I am. So it's like, you know, I love winning so much. And it's like I can't hang my head on that loss because then 
we're gonna be playing not to lose. Like go back to mm-hmm. neutral, go back to neutral each week and just get back to the process, get back to this process, clean up. You learn from all those things. Like I'll rewatch yep. the games. I look at some of the mistakes our guys made. It's like, okay, boom, write that down. And like look at that thing. Same thing, like we lost to O State. It's like I want you want two or three plays back, right? And it's eating at you. You're on the plane. My coach talked to me. He's like, bro, don't hang your head on this. He's like, look at these plays that you made here. But you worried about this play and you you knocked down 80% more than your 20%. You messed up, right? And it's like, yeah. you're never gonna be perfect. But that's just the guy I am. And I had to like, you had that question is just like, all right, like, how do you handle that? You really got to sit with yourself. I give like a 24 hour rule, like, sit with yourself. Yeah. Talk to your guys, check it on your guys, your quarterback, your, your defense guys. Like, you're like, yo, like, be straight. Like, don't even trip. We got to lead. That was my biggest thing when I told the guys before we even left. I said, I talked to Jones, I talked to Bo, I talked to Ruben. I said, yo, we got to lead. We got to lead. We ain't letting the vision. We ain't pointing the finger. Like, we we lost. Keep keep it a buck. They play harder than us. The ball rolled better to their, to their favor. We lost. Keep it a buck. Get back to the process. Show up Monday, hitting them weights, have energy, get back to the basics, get back neutral, get people healthy. But keep the main thing the main thing, which is what? The next game, which is Northwestern. So, obviously, give sure. yourself our rule but we we got to move on it's the time clip you get 12 games we train what all year for 12 games like okay you hit on that last one you can't get it back so it's like i question some of the guys that are like so frustrated over there i'm like people gonna say what they say about you you gonna say to say about immediate but you know if you prepare what you needed to the loss won't be as bad let me just tell you that because i hate losing too though don't get it wrong don't say bro Hundred percent. Give it your all and put a lot to the game. Like you gonna be frustrated. Okay, cool, you lost. But twenty four hours, moving on, flip the switch. Right, man. Hey, that that response, man, is touchy, bro. Because I feel like that can relate to a lot of aspects in life, man. I think a lot of people look at a lot of issues in their life and things like that. Like, oh, bad things happen to me, man. It is what it is. You got to move on, man. You get yourself to. To, to cry and moan about it, man. But at some point, you, it has to get in the rearview mirror, man. It has to be looking forward to process to the next thing. Because I promise you, bro, that this team, this Maryland team, is going to face another adversity moment, bro. Another adverse moment is coming, bro. And, and, and it's going to happen, bro. It's going to happen for everybody. It's part of the game of football. But it's how, how do great teams overcome those adverse moments, bro? And I think right now y'all facing adversity because y'all losing two in a row. You know what I mean, and um, and, and and definitely the one right here against, like I said, Illinois shouldn't have been a law, but it was. So my yeah. question to you: What do you what do you feel the guys could have get done better at, man? I know the offense. I know you're not an offensive player, but I mean, you go against these guys every day in practice. You can point out certain things, like man, come on, bro, you better than that. Where's some areas, man? You felt that leading up to that game and in the game, we could have got better at, offensively and defensively, and special teams because special yep. teams was yep. poor. Yep. So let me so. You being a player, what affects yeah. you in the game is how you practice and how you do everything. Practice is 100%. how you do everything. And young players, and especially young players when I was, I didn't understand that. Coach is like, I'd be like, I I, I did. When I was a freshman year, it was a uh, head coach. I mean, you know, past head coach, assistant head coach, especially coordinator rounds up. I came down on kickoff, you know, my freshman self. And like, I kind of like got a piece of the guy. I didn't really get, you know, squared up. And then I was like, he's like, he's like laying me out. And I'm like, I would have made yeah. that play. Young me, yeah, I would have made that play. I would have made that play, but how you know if you don't get train your eyes and get in the right position to to get that play? There's so many yeah. more variables in the game, and a step late, a step wrong, too early, this and just a misplay, and that's a touchdown, right? So 100%. you got like you got to think about that. 100%. So 
back to you go back to practice those drop balls those missed blocks that you're not running to the ball bursting out the stack as a d-line the o-line you're not finishing mm-hmm. blocks you're messing up protection you're messing up who you know your checks as a center reading this guy and running backs hitting this hole and quarterback making this read and we weren't clicking every day like we should have been to a great amount of efficiency right and we weren't playing practicing to the standard so obviously we went out there into the game we weren't playing to the standard the, the media talk about coaches running off running the ball on third 36 and 30 i was about to get to that i wish i thought someone running the ball and a crucial third and third and medium where it could be a pass or overrun but the yep. fact is locks chose to run the ball we know we all know locks is the is the pass game guru so what, what's your thought on that third down run so let me let me put the media world into our football world right you see you, you see a different angle than we see you don't you don't sure. they don't know the, the block or the reads right so sure. all day we've been getting a certain look and you know it goes through a check with me they give a fake clap to check often coordinated likes likes to look okay we're gonna run it what y'all don't know we hit two third and five third and six runs and for more than six seven yards and got the first down right and that, and, and, that, and that was the point i was making to my guy on uh Savon walker i was like well, Locks is a bad guy when he don't get it. But when he does get it, he's a hero. Like, oh, my God, he's a mastermind. Let's be real. Maryland has liked to run the ball so, so far this season. Maryland's run the ball up uh, 10 times. I don't even know how many times he ran it on third and medium or third and seven and got the first down. And this one time, because we took a loss, it didn't work, and it became a real big issue. Like, like it, it's crazy, bro. Like, I'm going to let you finish your thought, but it, it just came out of me just now, bro. I was frustrated about, bro, they just don't understand football. No. Football is about a game of angles and looks. Like, I mean, if that's the right look at angle, go ahead. I, I don't, I don't blame them though. They, they get paid to do their media. We get paid to play football. It's two different worlds. Like, I, I don't blame them, but it's just the world we live in, and you just got to take things like that on the chin. But I just want to put people in consideration to when they bashing the players or bashing this. We were one block away from scoring on that on the last two drives. I promise you, there was one where. The little QB read he got, we were one block away from hitting it. We were one block away yep. on that that third and five that we didn't get from busting it open. And there's a lot of things they don't see. And it's like, coaches got to do their job, put it in the right position, put us in the right call so we can perform, right? And it's on us to what? Execute play. Execute so it goes hand in hand. And then that's just, that's that's just, you know, it just comes with it, the game. I, I, bro, I love that statement, bro, because uh, I, I, I feel that way because, you know what I'm saying? I was drafted to the Steelers, bro. And, um, and I got a soft spot for Matt Canada, bro. And Matt Canada is the OC for Pittsburgh, the Steelers. You know what I mean? And everybody be talking about how the Steelers some trash, they stink. And Matt Canada used to coach where? Maryland. So he was our OC when Locks at Alabama. So we had Matt Canada doing the DJ Durkin area. When DJ Durkin got fired, he became the, you know what I'm saying? He was still an OC, but then became the head coach. And his plays, it was his plays, his style. And people always talk about Pittsburgh right now. Well, Matt Canada stink. Najee Hurst stepped up and said what you just said. Well, it's on us to make that make that coach right. Like, bro, only us can go block. Only Dan Moore or whoever's at left tackle, right tackle, whoever it is, can make those run schemes right to get me open. If we don't do it, bro, the play is there. Like, we do everything right, the play is there. We got to stop criticizing coaches for calling bad calls. Like, are they bad calls? Hell yeah. But are they bad players on the field sometimes? Well, bad plays from players on the field? Hell yeah. So it goes hand in hand. So it's like it's a collective thing, man. When it comes to sports, bro, it's a team game. It's not an I game. You know what I mean, and um, I, I felt locks on that play, man, and I felt him, and I felt that the run was there. It was definitely there, and it was like 
oh man, like one block, bro, and that guy just came free. You know what I mean? It was like, damn, man, like, if that block was dead. Like I want people to look at that stuff. And then like another thing, like we, we can talk about those situations, but why are we even tied? Why are we, why are they up three? Defense, we gotta do our job. Like, you know what I'm saying? We like we gave up some stuff. We gave us some st- the the middle eight. We didn't win the middle eight. We gave up points before the half and right out of the half. You can't you can't do that and expect to be efficient in those games. If you're not playing, if you're playing a team that is playing a good game like Illinois was playing, everything on their way, you the margin of error has to be very minuscule. And ours was not. Right. And right. it's like we and lost the game. And I, and, I, and I really feel I really feel like y'all lost the game really in the hitting yardage, bro, in a kicking game. I feel like oh, yes. the, the kicking the kicking game really killed y'all, bro. And it's funny, bro, because people are like, what is hitting yardage, bro? I was like, come on, man. I I, I remember, bro, like, I, I'm just getting fresh out the league last year, bro. I'm just finishing up with football. You know what I mean? Don't, I don't even know if I'm going to go back to football or not, bro. I'm just – I'm chilling, bro, enjoying Bleed Network, doing this, having fun with my guys, bro. Glad they told me to come cover the Terps. And I'm like, oh, easy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but people just don't understand the small things about the game, a game that we see, bro, like – the hitting yards, that kicking game was struck with was, was atrocious, bro. It was like y'all couldn't cover a kick to save y'all life, bro. Like y'all was kicking the ball off to them, and they was gaining about 40 yards every 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 return, bro. And I was like, y'all putting the defense in a bad situation. Yes, the offense could be better, but the kick coverage team was putting no, the defense man. in harm's way all night. And it's no, an all-collective type of thing, bro. And it's like we all balance. Defense got to help the offense. Offense got to keep the defense off the field. I mean, it, it's all got to work, bro. And um, I feel like that's one thing from my eyes, I don't know if you agree, that has to get better this, you know what I'm saying, bye week or at least next week leading up to y'all hating in Chicago because Northwestern is going to be a disciplined team. That's going to be a very disciplined team, uh, a team that's fired up, man, and they know y'all getting a lot of love right now and uh, y'all deserve it. And um, that's from my experience playing Northwestern. They always been disciplined, bro. They don't make no mistakes. They're almost like going to Iowa City, playing Iowa on the road, loud as hell. Everyone cheer for them, and those ones do not make no mistakes. They everywhere they need to be at all times. So it, it's crazy, bro. Like I'm glad that you're able to share like your mindset, as far as the things the media doesn't see. And I'm saying because I don't count as media, I count as a player just chopping up my boy. You know what I mean? And um, that's crazy. So man, um. You was absent last game, bro, and I know that kind of killed you, bro, mentally, because I know it was things out there. You're like, bro, I could have made that play to help us, bro. Do you feel like it would be a different outcome if you was out there, bro? One player can, you know, win or lose a game, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But obviously, you know what? I'll be honest. Where I felt my presence would have been felt made is on special teams. Like, punt, okay. punt, I'm on punt. We have one of the better punts, punt coverage teams and units. We always you, – you see me and Bo Brady mm-hmm. and Ruben, we got starters on yep. that joint. Great goals, yeah. like we come, we don't get that ball, and they, yeah. they hit some punch late, and you know, at bad situations, and then, you know, obviously, some when a starter gets hurt, now Glenn, who's been playing nickel and safety, has to move to safety. We got to move a young guy, not 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 certain young guy, but we got to move a guy up, and then everybody gets bumped up on the depth chart, meaning room for that margin of error going because what they're, they're not as experienced, not everything. So I want to see a little different. <laughs> I didn't want to say me being in the game would have changed anything. It was just alleviate some of the pressure off the guys who I didn't have as much reps and wouldn't have had to start the whole game when they didn't. You know what I'm saying? Things like that. You alleviate yeah. those problems. Like, you want your guys when you want to go to war. You want your guys, right? Yeah. So Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I felt my presence would have been made on special teams more than 
you know, anything on, on defense because I felt like the defense played solid in the back end for overall. But, you know, some young guys getting pushed out there, getting pushed up, you know, you want some more older guys out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure, for sure. But those guys and got the guys that's coming behind you got to be ready, man. They got to be taking those mental reps, man. They're not getting all the reps like you. But I mean, I'm sure as the season starts to wind down, your reps gonna be cut shorter, bro. Like you ain't gonna get as many reps as you had at the beginning of the season. It's kind of trying to keep your legs fresh and all those type of things. But man, who are some of the leaders on the team, man? I know y'all going through a tough time right now. I'm gonna say tough time, going through a little adversity right now. Who are some of the leaders on the team that that the team leans on, man? In these type of situations. We lean on J. Shaw Jones. We lean my on my boy. Yup, my dog. That might call my uh, aunt. Before we get to that point, boy, J. Shaw been there, boy, forever, bro. He he been at the two eras at this point. I'm like, bro, I was on. I was I was there last year, just torn it, bro. We we'll get back to our question. Torn it. I see him laying in the locker room, like because uh, KG was showing me the uh, new locker room, and I was like, man, I was like, man, dog, I should be the O line joint, man. Why, why my pitch ain't outside this O line room, bro? It's a little disrespectful, bro. Like. I was like, man, who the who the last old line to get drafted out of here? Before Jalen Duncan did. Before before Jalen got got drafted, who was the last who was the last one? Me. And this building's built before he got drafted. Why well, I'm not in this building? But I said that's yeah. another story, though. I said that's another story. Damon Evans, I gotta holler at y'all. But um, yeah. <laughs> but um, man, you said Jay Sean Jones one of the one of the leaders on the team, which is expected. Jay Sean Jones, Bo Braid, Ruben Hippolyte. Um, myself, um, Roman Hemby, Talia, um, guys, guys like that. You know, we we do we do a good job. We we do what was mm-hmm. needed. Uh, we're very honest with each other. We made that connection, and I knew from last year we didn't know. I didn't. We a lot of us got pushed into leadership roles once a lot of people left, and it's like okay, now you got to lead 120 guys. You got to lead some guys that you got to lead guys like Jay Shaw Jones who are older, old as crap. Like we had. Ami Fina, who was what, 25, 26. I'm like, coach, like, I'm 19 years old. You want me to leave? He's like, look, he's like, you have the quality. You're a starter. You're a safety. You make a lot of communication. A lot of people look up to you. A lot of people respect you. It's not that I don't think you can handle it. You're just going to have to put yourself in that situation. And one of the things I thought was very smart to do was always check in on each position group, talk, you know, understand who those guys are. Got close with some of the offensive guys like Talia. Got close with my D linemen. Got close with the corners. And understand who they are. So the heat of the battle, I can talk to them a certain way and understand who they are. So this year, there's no across the ball, like, fighting. And we cohoot cohesive. Like, we never blame or nothing. We Offense offense gives up this. We go out there and take the field. Like, defense, we give this. Offense got our back. They gonna, You know what I'm saying? That that cohesiveness and those what six seven guys that I named we we've been able to be honest with each other be honest with RD be honest with locks yeah. and they yeah. put a lot of it on us if something goes wrong in the locker room I'm like yo check it we checking that like we ain't we ain't on that like and if we yeah. got to handle yeah. stuff we're gonna handle it but it ain't like old Turks old culture of the Turks so we we in a good uh, spot right now I love to hear that bro because. Uh... <laughs> Boy, we used to be battling, boy. I, I, I was telling my boy, I was like, man, I'm so happy to see these guys succeeding, bro, because the stuff that we went through back in the day, bro, when Locks first left, when he first left and we hired DJ Durkin, bro, that was a crazy time, bro. That was like, I mean, and it resulted in death and all this type of stuff, bro. That mm-hmm. and it, and that, that was probably the craziest shit I've ever been a part of. And I don't even curse on my own pocket, but that was some of the craziest <laughs> stuff I've ever been a part of, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, and. And that's crazy because I just joined – I went on to somebody else's show yesterday and told them boys about the story of this, man. I was like, bro, these boys, man, I feel like, bro, they they deserve this, bro, because of the stuff we've been through back then, man. It's about time, bro, that that this that needs, this needs to be happening, bro, because uh, 
back then, bro, wasn't the best times, bro. And it, it just, it just, it's warm. It's a warm feeling for, especially for all the alumni, it's like the guys I played with, man. And um, to be able to just look back, man, and be like, bro, look at these boys out here doing it, bro. Like I'm telling yeah, you, bro, y'all making a lot of people proud, bro. Like and I can't wait to get back next week, man. I already text KG. I text Drew, talking about I need my box, man. I, I tell him, yeah, man, I'm sitting to the game. Yeah. I was talking about I got my turf helmet up there. I said, man, I told Drew Hampton, man, hey, I need my box, man. I just texted him yesterday. He said he's shipping out today. I said, I need my box, man. And uh, yeah, man. But they got some good people in that building, man. Some great people, man. And like, and that kind of serious. Who? JG, that's my dog. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, man. And um, man. Bro, y'all got, still got some incredible people in that building, bro. From the from the dining room service, man. Who's the lady that clicked y'all in? Where y'all come in? Which I love with the little scanner joint, bro. What's the, oh, the older lady shit, dot scanner. Your CC, yes. man. She been there since I was there, bro. Like when we was in gossip, bro. Like she she she's a goat, bro. Like respectful lady, man. This is that man. Locks knew who to keep around that program, man. And that's why y'all doing what y'all doing, but y'all got good folks, bro. And that's crazy, bro. And I can't wait to get back to see y'all, boy. Meet you in person, bro. It's gonna be it's gonna be lit, bro. Um. So we talked about some of the leaders on the team, man. And if you definitely one of the highly leaders on the team, Jay Sean O'Tell is definitely one of the leaders on the team. And uh, what is your lead leadership tactics, man? Like, cause you said, man, how do I put a talk to a twenty five year old dude, coach? Like, I, I, are you nervous to be a leader? Was you nervous at the time to be a leader because of the age, or because you just didn't know, didn't know exactly what to tell him? A little bit of both. When especially last year, um, you know, because. We were still weeding out some of the not culture guys, some of the toxic guys that were there. It's like, how do you, how do you motivate guys who don't care? How do you motivate guys who are not playing? How do you motivate guys and you touch people that are way older than you? It's like, why the, why the, you talking like, you know what I'm saying? You just got here. You, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. thinking about that and balancing all that, you know, I was gun shy about talking about a lot of stuff, but then I, and then I went back and I'm like, bro, I was in that fire with all you. Oh yeah, I came in here, earned my respect when I was a freshman. I didn't come in and say nothing, said nothing. I was with, you know, that's when Dante Demis, Rock, all them was was balling. You know, we had a bunch of Big J, Spenny, all them boys, uh, old crew like what Fleet was here, Gator, Bleedy Davis, baby, all them boys. You know how wild them boys is. I ain't said yeah. nothing. They they knew it was me twenty piece. That was my number twenty. Was like, oh, I like twenty. I like, nah, I just put my head down and work. Navigating myself yep. through that, and I was like, bro, we don't got no leadership. I said, when I get in that role, I ain't gonna be hypocritical. I'm gonna say what needs to be said, and I ain't trying to be y'all y'all friends. I'm trying to be y'all brother that support y'all, right? So going into that second year, I'm like, exactly what you said. I'm like gun shy, but you know, I figured it out, and I figured out more people respect me what I thought, um, you know, because of the type of guy I was. And then now it's like the leadership tax, you gotta be, you gotta be thorough. You, you can't be a hypocrite. I'm gonna tell you to do something and I ain't doing it. And that's me. 100 percent I ain't gonna tell you, I ain't gonna tell you to push weight if I ain't pushing weight. I ain't gonna tell you to, I ain't gonna bring energy. I ain't gonna tell you to run the ball if I'm not if I'm not running the ball because what you're gonna do, you're gonna check me like, oh, hold on, what you doing? Like you ain't oh I'm yeah. I'm bigger than you. you know who I am, you know what I do. Like I ain't, I ain't on that. Like yeah, I'm gonna yeah. give confidence. The guys need confidence and even people that I don't need it. I'm gonna make sure I'm there for them and you just just know uphold a standard. You ain't wearing the right stuff. You ain't doing the right things. Like, just uphold it. Like, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie. Leadership, you, you gotta be a fly. You gotta be a best. Like, they ain't, yeah. they ain't gonna like everything you got. That's a lot of pressure. I'm telling you, that's exactly. a lot of pressure. You're gonna, you're gonna be in them early leadership meetings before everybody gotta be in the meeting, before the team meeting. You're gonna be in the leadership meeting. What we doing this week? What we wearing? We're pads and no pads. Man, boy, that used to be crazy, bro. Man, what's so, as the season's now 
But I will say now, once you get to a bye week, now you get into the second part of the season because we know the importance of winning in November. I know Locks preach that all the time, winning in November. Not sure if we got to that point yet, but I know he's going to get to that conversation real soon. Winning in November. Man, what is your goals the rest of this season, man, as this season is about to play out your junior, man? What is your goals personally and as a team? As a team, just play to the standard, bro. I, that's what I love. Man. I'm a team guy, so I want to see everybody get what they deserve and get all the work. You know you know what we do in our off-season training, man. Sure. We work and get cooked. We get, like, put to the ground, bro. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. everybody to win, bro. Like, what does that mean? Get on the field, make plays, have fun. You know, somebody scored a touchdown, see the whole team, how they react. And, you know, everybody making plays. We go home, happy, celebrate with the boys. Like, Every week, I just want to play to the standard. Like, that's it, bro. Like, there's not nothing I want. There ain't no secret formula secret ask of us the Terps. Like, we gonna, we just need to do our job and play complimentary football, offense, defense, special teams, you know, we fence. Like, that's what we call it, every every phase of the game. And individually, you know, like I said, like, I, I just want to be process-oriented, not result-oriented. Everything will take care, and it's a ladder to the success that I believe that I should be able to attain by doing the things I need to be doing, which is preparation, eating right, lifting, you know, doing what I need to do, um, you know, having a plan every day of how I'm going to get better, holding myself to that standard. You're not going to play the standard every practice every day, but having the guys around you with an impact, you know, to push you to where you need to be. And the process turns into the results. And just worrying about the process will get you to the results. I can't agree with you more, brother. For a guy, you, you're very wise, bro. You're very wise. You can tell you've been growing right way, bro. You've been You've been molded the right way, bro. You understand the game of football. You understand what it need, what it takes to win, bro. You understand what how to be a leader. You're a great leader, bro. I can tell you right now from the way you speak, you're a great leader. You know what I'm saying because you're gonna tell you what's right. You're not gonna, like I say, you're not gonna buddy buddy a guy. If we got mutual respect for each other, you know I ain't coming at you, bro. I just want the best for both of us, bro, so we can win. And uh, I feel like that's the energy you're bringing, bro. But man, I, I appreciate you, bro, talking about that part of the aspect of the of the loss and being able to dissect that man because that was a tough loss, man. And you was able to, you know, what I'm saying, articulate that man for a lot of fans, the media that don't understand what goes into this game that we play. You know what I mean? And uh, I really appreciate that part, man. Now we'll get to a little bit of fun part about you, man, lacrosse. Man, you're a lacrosse guy, man. And um, man, I watched the little video, man. You you uh, you got that grit on the lacrosse. I'm like, bro, like I shouldn't play lacrosse, bro. Like, like this guy got this got this energy, like bro. I should have been running around the office alive and throwing that thing, man. Like it's crazy. Man, how'd you find a love for lacrosse, bro? Like, was you a lacrosse player? Did football or football to lacrosse? Which one was it? Uh it all came at the same time. Like it, football was natural for me my whole family. Ain't no way, ain't no way both sports came at the same time. You played both sports at the same time. Yeah, bro, like oh, around the same crazy. time. Um, but my first sport was basketball, but I couldn't stay in basketball. I was pretty good at it, but it, I got I wasn't as good when I got older because I just didn't care for it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but my whole family played football and baseball. And the story behind lacrosse, there was that time where you sign up for Pop Warner football and then another sport. My dad was like, look, you can either do baseball or you can do this sport called lacrosse because he worked uh, – he was a – DB's a receiver coach at um, Salisbury University at the time. They had a little feeder program, a little rec for kids, and they needed kids. And I remember how I used to sit at my sister's and brother's opening days, and I couldn't stand it. I'm like, bro, this is boring. Like, I'm playing in the dirt, doing everything, running around, getting the pixie sticks from the concession stand. Not even watching the game. Remember, I can't play the sport. So when my dad told me about a new sport, I said, whatever. Went out there, and I fell in love with it immediately. I was just like, like it was just new to me. Like I watched yeah. YouTube videos all night on like you may not know the, you got not know the players, but it's like black lacrosse players, like 
Kyle Harrison, Sam Bradman, a lot of these guys I was looking up to. And then slowly over the years, football, football and lacrosse has just, you know, been my two sports I've been playing. And then that's just where it took off from there. But like really, like and a lot of the fans don't know, I didn't have ambitions to play college football because I didn't really know how talented I was until I transferred up to uh, McDonough School in Maryland because I was committed here for uh, lacrosse first. Wow. That's an interesting story for that, bro. Like, that's crazy to know that you really started playing football at the same time you played lacrosse because you had to play both at the same time. That's crazy, bro. That's incredible, bro. Like, it got to give you some type of relief, bro, to know that if I don't make it in football, I'm making a lacrosse. If I don't make it lacrosse, I got football. Like, like it's crazy, bro, because you're doing both of them on the college level and you're putting out film and, and on both games, bro, on both sports, bro, and you're a leader on both teams. It's like, bro, like, the amount of love and support they showed in that video, the unlock video from all, like, it's crazy, bro. Like, you well loved, bro, and, that, and that's great, bro. That's good, bro, that you're going to have the reputation when you lead there, bro. Man, they're gonna love you forever, dog. And and that's special, bro. Um, if you only if you had to choose only one one sport, which one would it be? Football or lacrosse? Come on, bro. Don't make a mistake, bro. <laughs> everybody listening, bro. Uh next question. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna skip that. How, how, how hard is it, man, balancing both sports, bro? Because you know when football over, when you run it right to that field, bro, grabbing that stick, bro. Bro, I can tell you so much that just over, over time, but like, I'm just giving you this aspect, right? So when does winter uh, training for football start? January, right? Like early, early January, first week. January, right? School, yeah. right, you got January, you got winter workouts, which are terrible, the worst in summer workouts. 6 a.m., Matt drills. Thing to you that's the four quarter program you know all the stuff we do and yep. we'll go through that go into the spring ball right get banged up in spring ball go through summer the summer two summer uh lift programs and seven on sevens get ready for camp so it involves like everything right go through camp go through what 13 weeks if you go to the bowl game right mm -hmm. then you go up through december with all those trainings and everything right and then right. you restart. So when you add lacrosse in it, which I started four days after my bowl game in Charlotte. So I had no, I had four days off coming from football to lacrosse. Four days, four days off. I went home after the bowl game. Went home after the bowl game, reported for the J term lacrosse, like preseason. And was just trying to get back. I was literally, that was just it. I was just trying to get back. And then I went from January to beginning of the summer into this season now. So <laughs> just think about like bro, you, you sick, bro. Like you was a dog, bro. Like you a dog, like, bro. Like, like I'll get to the like nitty-gritty of it. Like balancing was the hardest thing I've done in my life. And I didn't make it look like that way, but I had a lot of help. I ain't gonna lie to you. I had a lot of help and I learned how to use my resources using you know coach Hardy to give me keep my weight on. Like I was still lifting 6 a.m. with them boys in lacrosse season. I promise you, like I was doing that, meet with the coaches over there to stay sharp with my football stuff. Then going over lacrosse and get extra film because I had like class conflicts with yeah, know, I'm about to say that. So, how does that work with like the, the practicing doing spring ball starts and then you practice it with spring ball and you got practices for lacrosse? Bro. Like, well, I didn't. So, so Coach Locks let me not do spring ball, he was just like, okay. you know, stay fresh with the stuff, help the guys that they need. So, what I would do would meet with our GAs, best GA ever, uh, Quincy, um, and then get around with that he'll help me stay fresh with all the installs and stuff like that and i'll help the young guys who are coming in in the j term for football 
then I would go to lacrosse and be over in that world and live in that world, uh, do what I need to do, get home about like seven, try to do homework while well, I was falling asleep with the lights on, clothes on, back. I promise you, <laughs> that tired. Like, I had no haircut. Like, I was just going through it, bro. But like, that boy is a gorilla mode, boy. And I'll, I speak to it now. Like, I risk myself to, to perform the way I did, which is not healthy. And I'm not, I'm just calling it what it is. I'm very open about what I do. <laughs> like, I wish myself to perform how I did. Like, you know, I was like, I need to train my body this way to stay healthy and do what I need to do. I need to, you know, do, you know, hit the wall this amount of times, shoot this amount of times, you know, put a lot of effort and energy to be able to play, but the cost of myself. So I look like a zombie, like Monday through Friday. I'm tired. I'm gassed. Like I'm burnt out. I can't imagine, bro. Saturday, yeah. all that go out the way. You ready to go. <laughs> I can only imagine because huh, class, <laughs> what class? <laughs> Back in the <laughs> class, what class? <laughs> what class? Make you go to Tars Hall at seven o'clock for them seven, the, the one week, that one class a week, that'd be like six to 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> what class? They <laughs> used to check class, what class? But man, that's back in the day, but we used to be beat, bro. We were so tired, bro. I was like, man, bro. Man, having them 5 a.m. workouts, bro. But back then, we was out there doing tug of war for food. Like, we, like it was real bad. Like, we tug of war. I'm like, man, I ain't eating today. I'm cool. I go with no food today before I go tug of war for some food, bro. Like, it's cool, bro. But CC clicked me in. Man, it was crazy, bro. But, man, that's wild, bro. That, hey, bro, that's that's a story right there. When you done playing, boy, you like, man, I did it at a high level, bro. For both sports, bro, balancing it out, bro. And and I love every moment of it. The moment of it. Because you want to have film to show both. Which one you want to see? Football or cross? Once the championship and what's game football lacrosse. I'm like, yeah, Woo, that's crazy, man. What do you think of Coach Till? Hey, man, he's a winner, knows how to win, and you he know, knows how to win. He, he, he loves lacrosse. When I tell you, uh, bro, that, that's my dog, that's my dog, you know, recruited me since I was young. But you know, the, the guy loves lacrosse, but he very he cares for his guy all the time. He texts me every week, asks me how I am. You know, every time he has a recruit, he'll make sure he sees me. I'll talk to them boys, just show him my little story. Because you got to think about it like outside of the perspective that I came in the first year and got integrated into the culture. So, you know, I talked to some of the recruits, you know, I'm open, you know, talk, talk to their parents, help them out. Like the guy, like, really cares about his player, which is the biggest thing about him, like, at I, which I appreciate it. Like, he gave me a lot of confidence in myself as one, as a man and a lacrosse player which I appreciate it for because I was going through a lot and he would check up on me. He was like, forget all this lacrosse stuff, forget everything, forget the body. Like, how are you doing as a person? And we would have those talks and he'd make sure, because he knows what I was doing was like really difficult. And I can, I have a switch. I can switch. I can turn off emotions quickly when I'm on that field. And, you know, I kind of, like, so I don't worry people. I kind of like hide those things and, you know, get away from people. But he made sure he was there for me during those times where it got rough, you know, and, you know, that's just the type of guy he is. Man. But overall, the guy's a winner. Great guy. Man. Man, I'm, I'm telling you, man, he spoke highly of you, man, especially on that little interview I watched. I was like, wow, man, this guy, he just made – you made your, your your presence felt everywhere, man. And uh, and a lot of guys respect you and respect what you put in, bro. Like, you know, like I said, I ain't never been around a guy that did two sports. I mean, I've yet to see it in my own eyes. To see you doing, I'm like, bro, what, what, like, it's no way, bro. What, like, how, like, how do you, if he really give it this much effort on the field, how he got time for that? That was my first question. How do you got time to go 
throw a ball in a net. This is me thinking when I first heard it. I'm like, how do you have time to do that, bro, when he's smacking dudes on the field? Ain't no way. He breaking dudes up and lifting weight, getting yelled at every day I go to class, and he got time to go throw a ball through a net. Ain't no, ain't no way. And then when I watch the highlights, you don't know, like, that shit look kind of fun. Like, <laughs> I see why he's doing it. Bro, like, the, 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 the crowd erupts when you score. Like, I'm like, bro, this dude lit, bro. Like, it's crazy, man. Like, it's wild, man. Um. Where did you get that competitive spirit from? Where did that competitive grit and that, that fire come from, bro? Was it experiences? Was it what you've been through? Was it like childhood? Like, what was it? Childhood, bro. Childhood. Like, my dad didn't instill nothing. Like, it's weird, man. It's just weird. It's just who I just became to be. I don't know. God just landed. Like, he put me on earth. With that mindset of I don't I'm gonna win or I'm gonna put everything I got into everything I do, and it's just is what yeah I don't know like when I was a kid like my mom you literally used to get on me she's like you're not being a kid you're not having fun you're not doing like if I wanted to do something and I thought I had a future in it I don't care what external forces or what external voices who told me I can't do something don't don't tell me that was the worst thing you could tell me as a young person yeah. which kills me now don't say I can't do anything because I'm gonna show you just because. I may not even want to do it, but I'm gonna show you just because and like look at you. Oh, but like, hey, bro, that's me too. <laughs> I was young, like I used to for lacrosse. Like there was this like little building when you hit the wall, like practice catching the ball and getting reps and stuff like that. It's like a rep sport. I would go late night to the softball field where it had a light, had a light in it. Um, I would make sure she'd take me. When I got old enough, I would drive over there and I would just be out there for hours, just hitting the wall, hitting the wall, hitting the wall, and it'll be like till like 10, 11 at a night. And she'll call me and she's like, all right, you need to make your way home now. And she used to hate it because like I would skip going to a lot of stuff, hang out with people, parties, anything like that, having fun, just make sure like I was the tip top, I was the best on the field. And then it just carried over from there. Like it's it's just always been like you, I just I don't feel like you can like obtain that. It's in you yeah. or it's not. You know what I mean? It's like, are you a dog or you're not? Like, you can't teach someone to be a dog, bro. You can teach them how to play it, but it's only going to be a dog inside, bro. It's crazy. That's crazy, bro. So who, like, what do you feel that you need to, like, work on as far as a player, man? I'm talking now back to football, man. As a player, what do you think you need to improve more on, bro? Uh, trusting my instincts. Trusting my instincts and not overanalyzing stuff. As a safety, um, we prepare a lot. It's like when this guy lines up here and I get this motion, I got a gun far a look and uh quarterback this this and third and we in the fringe area i'm gonna get these routes okay i see this release i'm boom boom and if i get something off i'm like whoa then i'm a step slower than i overthink and then you may lose focus on your actual job and that's when you have busting coverage that's when you have stuff and stuff like that so i need to clean up those one or two times a game where you know i may do something like that or take a risk of that um Compromising my job to make a play. So just getting back to my basics, doing my job, trusting myself. And, you know, obviously that that would take care of itself because I've been, you know, really focusing on that um, as a player because obviously you see it on tape. You are what you put on tape. And and it's like you can see my footwork change when I'm thinking too much. You can see this and the third, but when my feet are on the ground and I know what's coming and I, or I'm playing reactionary, I'm – bro, once I put my foot in the ground, I'm rolling. Like, you know what I'm saying? So sure. having that trust in the back end of this of this of this season, you're gonna see a different player. Man, I'm super excited to see it. I'm, I'm more excited to come see it in person when I come down there for Penn State, dog, and um catch up with you, man. And um I'm only got a few more questions for you, man. Like I know you got 
I mean, it's bye week, bro. I ain't about to take up all your time, dog. And um, my my last one of my well, my second to last question would be like, man, what what what's the goal for you, man, with this bye week? I mean, you can talk about after after the fun is done, but more so, what do you want to take advantage of this bye week? Of of getting away from the sword. That's that's the biggest thing for me, because um, I put a lot of mental strain on myself for this sport, right? So um, the hours of film, uh, the hours of not necessarily stressing, but stressing. You know what I'm saying? Like, gotta get this no, done. You said right, mental strain. Yeah, no, you like you're right, mental strain. Doing this, doing this, third. Obviously, sometimes you just feel like you're never ready. You feel like you feel like you yeah, know yeah. it, and it's like I just gotta see it again to make sure I know it. Know it. You know what I mean? Man, I did that all the time. But yeah, take taking advantage of that and just getting away. Like the, the craziest things, like you ever you ever got better at a skill or got better at something once you put it down, it was like, okay, I need a break, right? I yep, need a break. 100%. You, you made your technique would have been off, you just repping it, but repping, but it's not clicking. So okay, let's take a step back. I yep, need I need walk away from days, come back. A couple of days away from my dogs, a couple away from the football, go see my grandmother, go see my mom, go, you know. Go see my old trainers. Go see my old spots. Go do some stuff that I wasn't able to do for a couple of days. Get away and get that all that out of you. Come back in a better mind state, my mindset, just to be ready to roll. So that would be the biggest advantage for all of us, especially me. Once I clear my mind and get, you know, see some people that I've been wanting to see and be ready to go. You know, clear mind. You know, as a player, that clear. Nothing I already better know, that. bro. Hey, bro, ain't nothing like that, bro. Come out that vacation. You gonna, when you leave, bro, you can be like, ah, I wish I could stay longer. But as soon as you touch foot on that campus, bro, you can be like, it's, it's go time, bro. You feel so much better. You can be happy to see everybody again. Everybody gonna be happy to be around each other again. And it's gonna feel like y'all just getting back with each other all again from day one. Man, that, that, that that's gonna be great for y'all, man. And uh, what is what is what has Locke's approach been since the loss and to this week to y'all? I would say the biggest thing is getting back to who we are and who we know we are. And he's like, quiet the noise. They're going to say what they got to say. We know who we are. We're going to get back to the basics. Drill the basics, drill the basics, drill the basics. Here's who we are as a team and when we are in our good. We need to do that at a, at a, at a higher level. Leaders lead, players make plays, coaches coach, right? Everybody got their job, do your job. It's, football is not that hard of a, of, a, of a sport. It's really not. It's when you're one on battles, do your job, execute and finish. Right. So our 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 pillars are start and finish. Right. I mean, that's just who we are. We always going to be tough and we got out tough and we never want to feel that way ever again. And because we were a tough team and basically Lox has been preaching like, <laughs> you know, just get back to the standard. Like, yep. we're, we're, we're done with the game. Wash it out. Prepare for Northwestern. Just get back to the standard. That's about it. And I'm confident y'all gonna do just that, brother. Y'all been y'all y'all been playing well all year, man. Those that one loss to there, man. It, it, it happens, bro. Ohio State that they, they got y'all towards the end, but Ohio State, trust me, they were sweating because I know all Ohio State fans were sweating. We got at them. I feel like in my book that was a win, win for for that effort, bro. That y'all put on that's gonna help y'all really gonna think back to those moments to, towards the end of the season, man. When they really get on the line of scrimmage, like man, we ain't trying to look like O State again. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna beat these dudes this time. You know what I mean? And uh I think y'all gonna be have a great end of the season, bro. And um I know you got a podcast called One Speed, bro. So I was like, ooh, that's my guy. He got a podcast too. Man, what inspired you to get a podcast, bro? This is what we're doing now. Like you like think take locker room talk that never leads to locker room, right? Like 
you got some characters. You you could have been a character with people that made everybody laugh, and people won't be able to know, right? So like, yeah. we both read and Ruben Hanko, like we're like, yo, like we be having some crazy arguments, topics, unpopular opinions. We be talking about a lot of stuff. We know a lot of people, so we have a lot of ideas. Let's put it in fruition. Buy a podcast right. because if you buy some, you you're gonna be committed to do something. You don't want to waste your money, right? right. You know, a lot of people. Um, the dreams and aspirations don't get put into fruition because they don't take a step. I'm taking a step. Yeah, vocal, right? So we t- we t- we took that step and we starting to see gaining uh, who we are outside of football, right? Doing community service, doing a podcast, running a business, figuring out ins and outs of stuff, making making ourselves more valuable in the future. Once this ball started rolling for us, man, and and we just came together. It was like we got a lot to say. We have. You know, have some experiences. I could tell stories all day and help people. Or like, just like, wow, like I didn't know that. And like, it just you yeah. know, you're late, but why not start a podcast? Facts, and that's what I tell people. They're like, what, man, would you want to do this all year round, man? I'm like, man, I always want to do this since I was in high school, bro. We could sit at the lunch table in cafeteria in high school and talk about who the better pair, LeBron or Joe. We could argue all day. Why not go on a big scale and do it? Let everybody hear your thoughts, man. Especially if you have a platform, let them hear your thoughts. And most importantly, sometimes get if you're getting paid for, it, get paid for it. Why not? Man, I, I really take my head off that Stephen A's and that dude's making money just to say what he think. <laughs> to say what he think. Like, come on, bro. Like, everybody tied to their opinion, man, and it's no better time to actually have your own podcast now. These type of days, man, podcast is where it's at, bro, and um, building that platform and not most importantly just connecting with other people, man, and, and having the opportunity to, to share your thoughts. And, and I'm saying sometimes it turns to debate, but that's cool, bro. Like, it's all love, man. It's fun, man. And um, once again, bro, I appreciate you coming on the show, bro. Like, Man, like, bro, I can't. I, I got so much respect for you and your game, bro, and everything you do on and off the field, playing lacrosse, bro, because I, I don't know nobody can do it. Even Diggs couldn't do it. And he was our best player at the time. He couldn't do it. So, man, I take my hat off to you, bro, man. Much success, man. Healthy recovery, man. Get back, man. Have fun, most importantly, this week, man, with your family, man. Do all the small things with your folks, man, because uh, the next week you get back, man, the pressure's going to be on in a good way, man, for you to come back and lead that team, man. And uh, I'm excited to watch it, bro. Got any more remarks, bro? Nah, man, I just appreciate you for having me on, man. And, you know, the best is ahead for the Terps. Um, best is ahead for me. Um, and may God bless everybody uh, who tunes in and watches this, bro. Man, for sure, man. I appreciate y'all, man. And, um, man, this will be up, man, Thursday morning, man, uh, 8 a.m., man. Appreciate y'all listening. Right there, man, that concludes the episode with Dante Trader Jr., man. A two-sport athlete. The guy is literally doing the high level. You hear from him, man. He's actually a leader, man. He's a guy that knows how to lead. He's a guy that's been into this role. He's actually a guy that came into this system, man. Quiet, learned from the older guys, man. Learned how to be a leader, man. Put his effort on the field and showed how to be a leader, man, through his actions. And now he's a junior line, a junior safety man that's literally taking control, man, in a good way to make sure that he keep it real with his teammate and tell him what needs to be done, man, so he can make sure losses like Illinois don't come up no more. That we continue to get better, man. Continue to get guys healthy. Continue to play play up to the standard. He keeps saying standard is a standard, man, and keeping the main thing the main thing. And he continues to. Do that and show those traits, man. And uh, he's hungry, man, to get back on the field next week, man. God willing that he rest up and get his ankle or whatever injuries really nagging him, man. Get all that healthiness back, man. And let's roll next week against Northwestern and get a win, man. Once again, this concludes episode three of Protect the Shell, man. See y'all this weekend, man. Next guest will be Jermaine Carter, man. Former Turk, man, linebacker. 
Appreciate y'all listening. Have a nice Thursday.